Hey, how you guys doing? It's producer from Brothers Comics as the Marvel soundtrack brings us in for the Avengers. This is our Marvel Hacks podcast, Secret Wars, issue number six uh, from 2015, Secret Wars. Uh, the subtitle is The Exposition Continues. On the line tonight, I have my two favorite Marvel Hacks. On the line is the Sandman. Sandman, say what's happening. Hey, everybody. What's going on tonight? Man, there's going to be a lot of words. That's basically what's going on tonight. Lots and lots of words. My preview. Exposition. My preview tonight was um, uh, hamburgers. Uh, and uh, Hickman was watching uh, freaking Game of Thrones when he wrote this shit. Also on the line tonight is Brother Beavis. <laughs> what's going on, man? Hey, y'all. I hope this uh, measures up to the pregame. We, we were fired up on a number of completely unrelated topics. So. <laughs> yes, we were. Yes, I hope we, we were. carry this energy. Yeah, I, we were. This, this, this middle-aged yeah, rage. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. I always say, like, you know, and we do have our backup call tonight. This is behind-the-scenes stuff for y'all. Sometimes we have, we have to create a backup call for technical issues, and we do have it tonight. But the backup call create records everything as soon as that call starts it records everything so i always tease around and be like you know what i should release the backup call because that's actually sometimes more entertaining than the damn uh the podcast in and of itself or the guys, bullshit you, that we talk about like before a, and after. Um, there's a behind the scenes behind the scenes for beyond the map did you guys know that oh. yeah did tommy dreamer or somebody host that or is that right i, I don't tommy think he hosts it show? i i, I haven't Sometimes watched it i've never seen that one no is that on YouTube? It's like a... Yeah, I, might need yeah. To. yeah, I don't know. It's, it's on I, I, When I was first searching for it, I found that first. And I was like, wait a minute, this ain't... Oh, good. okay. Um, mm. But yeah. Yeah, there's something on Vice that comes on right after it, com- went, it premieres. I, I thought I, it was, I saw something that was like Tommy Dreamer and somebody else. I think it's mm. a... There's a host and it might be a rotating cast. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and... and I forget, and I'm, I tried to watch Snooker the other day, and I kind of fell asleep, so I need to go back and watch that one, and I don't know what the premiere episode is tonight or tomorrow whenever it comes out, but yeah, we got to get back into that too. Um, yeah, tonight, again, it's Secret Wars to set the show for y'all, issue number six. We are wrapping up closely to the end of Hickman's run on Secret Wars. Honestly, so far, it's been kind of up and down, uh, very uneven, and really, we're in the middle of this thing where... Um, there's just a lot of words, and if you're looking for like some kind of pure comic book action, uh, it's really kind of lacking, and it's been lacking since issue number four. Uh, but before we get into all of that, um, you just got to give you your COVID update. Uh, it's the same, basically. We're all sitting at home. Uh, there are a couple of states that are trying to open back up now, most, most notably Georgia, who's trying to open up everything on Friday. Probably not a great idea. Um, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, I'm not sure why people need to go uh, try to get their nails done and their hair done. I'm not sure how you're going to do that, you know, um, with six feet of distance. They're like, maintain the social distance. How the hell am I going to get my hair cut? Maintaining six feet of social distance. Uh, just a bad idea for that. Uh, but it is what it is. Um, yeah, and then in my neck of the woods, they're talking about opening up the beach that's nearest to me, which I think is a terrible idea as well. And there's all these protests out there. The, the people are protesting that they can be sick. That's nice. Um, I don't know. That's basically what early update is. What have y'all been watching uh, in the last week or so? Anybody? Go ahead, Sam. Uh, um, what have you been watching, Sammy? Well, for me, nothing's really changed because I've, I've been working through this entire time. So I've been watching um, anime. I don't think you guys did get down with the anime, but... Uh, um, mm-hmm. Uh, trying to think of anything else. The one, uh, the one anime that I will always hold sacred is the Macross Saga. I mean, uh, that's from back in the day. The yeah, initial, the original back, Robotech stuff. High school, yeah, Robotech slash Macross. It's not Macross. I've discovered it's. Oh Macross. my bad. Yeah, yeah. See, hey, I'm not that's saying. why nobody watches <laughs> anime because if I watch the anime, it gets up in your shit about it if you don't know everything about it. Exactly. <laughs> That's why, yeah, I don't try to talk to anybody else about it. I just watch what I watch. And everything is everything. Nice. But, yeah, there you go. Yeah, I watch no anime, just to let y'all know ahead of time. None. Zero. Zilch. Nada. Thank you. 
Uh, send all your hate mail to uh, at Big Hutch at Twitter. Uh, <laughs> Brother Beavis, <laughs> uh, what have you been watching, Brother Beavis? Um, so I I had a dilemma last week that we uh, we dealt with off camera. Uh, not that we actually have cameras, but was the question of if you're going to watch the MCU, do you watch the Incredible Hulk or not? And the verdict was mm. yes. But then that shit ain't on Disney Plus, so the answer was no. Oh, um, because, <laughs> because it's a different movie. Yeah, it's a different distribution company or whatever. They just but yeah, anyway, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't set down yeah. that path. So then I was still flipping through Disney Plus, and I was like, I know most of it's garbage, but let me watch this. I, I ought to probably watch this Avengers Assemble at some point. I've seen some of it, but oh, instead I just yeah. started watching Earth's Mightiest Heroes, and. Oh, so good. So good. Yes. Which one did you watch? Earth's Mightiest Heroes. The good one. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. The one we like. Yeah, that's a go-to. <laughs> yeah, that's a great go-to. It's always there. Yeah, that's a comfort food. Oh, I will also that's, say, yeah, that's good. my daughter and I, we started mm. watching Steven Universe, which I had heard about. It's sort of like it's mm. a, um, mm-hmm. uh, I guess it's sort of highly regarded by the woke fanboys in the world. Um, I remember mm-hmm. seeing it, and I was like, "This looks like a Stranger Adventures of Gumball or whatever," but it's um, completely <laughs> different, and I enjoy it. And it's the good thing is like the episodes are like it's a uh, two per half hour, so it's like eleven minutes, eleven minute episodes. So it's yeah. like quick yeah. hits, and there it's I enjoy it. So that was the other thing, Steven Universe. Okay. I finally started watching that. I do too. I've okay. watched. Yeah, I follow. Yeah. Episodes. Yeah. Okay. I've always thought I was going to. Yeah, and the people, I mean, they have a, a, long, a large fan contingent when you go to cons or whatever, the people that are way into it. Yeah. Um, I'm like, oh, I should watch that. And the the dude that does Steven Universe is always, I mean, he's at every damn con that I've gone to, um, <laughs> The Voice. So I'm like, oh, you know, I should watch this, but I've never gotten around to it. You know, I mean, real talk, and y'all know who my kids, my kids have gotten to that point where they don't want to really watch anything. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> Full on teenage like type shit. Like they're like, oh, you know. I'm like, hey, let's watch, you know, something geek related or whatever. And it's like, nah, I'm good. I'm gonna watch something, you know, something else completely. And so, I, yeah, I can't hang out with them no more. Now I'm stuck hanging out with them. So it sucks. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. So that was that was. I've only been watch. I haven't really watched a whole heck of a lot. I, I've been watched. I watched the Michael Jordan, the Last Dance thing on ESPN. It was on Sunday night. I watched it yesterday, oh, uh, which was pretty good. You know, it was very good. Yeah. yeah, it's good to good to reminisce or whatever to go back and kind of look at that time period or frame of basketball or whatever. It's this pre-social media like kind of era, which is um, a really interesting time because things would have been completely different if there, you know, had been Twitter and. Facebook and all that kind of stuff. It would have really changed everything. Um, so I watched that. Um, other than that, I, don't, I haven't really watched anything else. I'm trying to read a little bit. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's been a kind of a slow week in that regard. So, yeah. All right. Before we get to that, I wanted to touch on a couple of comic uh, news things that came out the last couple of days. And um, then we'll get to, to the show. And not a full blurred note, just a couple of topics. Uh, the first one, can we pour out some liquor for Comic-Cons for uh, 2020? Literally, the biggest Comic-Con said that they weren't going to do it. And yeah. <laughs> and sadly, uh, yeah, Hutch had tickets to yeah, – Hutch, yeah, Hutch won the lottery to go to Comic-Con this year. You know, Again? when he went, I guess, two or three years – yeah, well, he went two or three years ago – and he only got like a partial pass. Like he couldn't go on Saturday or maybe even Sunday. He got like the Thursday, Sunday pass, oh, something no. ridiculous like that. No, you're worth going yeah. Through. And so, and then, you know, previous years he went for the lottery, didn't get it, didn't get it, didn't get it. And then this year he won and he won the full lottery, like Thursday to Sunday. So he was getting, you know, the full on treatment. And then lo and behold, COVID 19. Yeah. And so he doesn't get a chance to go. So, um, so, yeah, so we pour out some liquor for San Diego Comic-Con, you know, my two local cons that are here. One got moved to, I think, June. The other one got moved to July. I can't see either one of them happening. Um, I was going to go to not... uh, Origins in Columbus, which is a gaming convention, mm-hmm. and it got, mm-hmm. um, they postponed it till October, and they're trying to do some online thing on the regular date. But, yeah, I think, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if, uh, a lot, I don't know if Gen Con has been canceled yet. But I have to believe PaizoCon mm-hmm. has as well. Those are the bit like the big three. 
for gaming. Mm-hmm. Like for for gaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Hutch went to Gen Con last year in was it maybe in Indianapolis. And yeah. um, I went to like the seventy like, fifth anniversary and that was like one of the first ones I went to. And it's just I mean, like if you like gaming, it's cool. Like you will encounter some people that you will want to punch in the face. But um <laughs> but yeah, like it's like it's good. Like you can either let that bother you or you can do your thing. It's up to you. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> or you could do both. Yeah. yeah. Uh I just yeah, I just don't um yeah, I just don't see like how they're gonna come back and I'm looking, you know, a, a good portion of our kind of schedule and it's really been built around hurricanes to be honest with you here, is that um it's Dragon Con, you know, that's uh, what Labor Day weekend. Is that the one in, in August? Labor Day weekend or Memorial Day weekend? I don't even know the difference anymore. But uh, it's that last weekend in August. And, um, you know, it's a huge event anymore. You know, you're talking, you know, half a million people over the course of the weekend or whatever. And I just can't see how that's going to work. I just can't. <laughs> I just can't see it. Like, I don't know how. I mean, I know it'll be August. Like- I know we're. Con crud is a thing, right? Like you have to assume. Yes, for sure. Kind of regular sick, whenever you're around there. Yeah. And now, and given the turn of events, I mean, you have to wonder. Mm. And I hope we figure it out because I really do think those like these sort of fringe kind of special interest things, like it, it, it really is empowering and exciting when you're able to go and just be immersed in that environment. And so I hope we figure yeah. out a way to continue to do that, but it's going to be hard. And those types of events, I'm sure, operate really on the margins oh, yeah. of, of the ledger in terms of money. And so, like, not having an event for a year could literally kill it forever. Maybe not like the big ones like Dragon Con or something like that, but some other ones, I bet, very, very probably thin profit margins. Well, and, one you know, I, the other one I've been to is, in, uh, is a West Virginia one, and their message out was like, hey, like, we, exactly what you just said, we operate on the margin. And so, like, if we start ramping up for this and it doesn't happen, we're done. So we have to cancel now yeah. and we'll be back. You know, mm-hmm. so it very much is a sort of year-to-year thing. But, they, yeah, they can't afford to, like, ramp up and then not be able to pull it off. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. I'm yeah. sure there's guarantees that they have to pay to celebrities and people uh, like that or whatever yeah. and that yeah. are non-guarant- non-refundable. Like so pressure yeah. from Star Trek's got to get his nut. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also, somebody that's at every fucking con I go to. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah, that was one. Of, he, oh. he was one of them. Don't touch, Mister Crutcher, motherfuckers. They had to make an announcement for, and I tried to protect his oh name, but God. fuck that. Yeah, really, Jesus. Yeah, no. Yeah, who the fuck cares? But, fuck and now, now, if they said it now, like, yeah, I don't want to be touched either. But yeah, there wasn't no COVID, yeah. and there wasn't no COVID eighteen, motherfucker. <laughs> Stop trying to big time this motherfucker. Uh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> this is terrible. Uh, the other, so yeah, so we pour out some liquor for Comic Cons for this year. Uh, that's just not a good look. Um, and again, like I, uh, I have two that I'm supposed to go to this summer if they don't get canceled, and er, I don't know if I'd even risk it at this point. Um, the other bit of comic book news came out today. Uh, Sony. Sony um, announced their uh, the Carnage movie. They had to move it around because of everything else that they're going to push. You know, they had to push the dates or whatever. So I think they pushed it from an October release to a summer release. You know, to try to really get a tent pole. I think next Thank summer. You. And um, and so yeah, they're calling it Carnage. Uh, what is it called? Let the oh, Carnage let begin. Be carnage. The Ugh. Let there be carnage. Now, let alone that maximum carnage was sitting right there in front of them. <laughs> they went, let there be carnage. Uh, this movie, <laughs> make sure we go around the room to make sure I'm correct. Did everybody see Venom? No. Because I did. I oh, saw it. I kept it real. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I'm proud to say I didn't pay for it. I'm oh. That way. Oh, Brother Beavis, that might be like. As a, a really dated reference, God, we're old. This might be like seeing Showgirls. <laughs> I haven't seen Showgirls. No chick with the chick. How, how, I know your wife has, and I ought to beat you to death because you haven't seen it. You need to go. First off, you need to go see Showgirls. I've and then seen after Showgirls. that, you need to go watch. Okay, that's what I'm saying. It's like watching Showgirls. It's so bad, it's good, bad. 
Yeah, it's really bad. Like it's like you have to watch it because it's so bad. There's just Elizabeth Berkeley's boobs ain't in it. It's just that kind of bad. Like you really need to watch I, it. I don't know if I can accept that premise. I think there might be some yeah. logic there. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you really I, I do think, because in fact, it, it, I think it, I think you want me to watch it so you feel better about yourself. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's a. It's a mystery science theater like watch, sir. Like that's why you have to watch it because you can just watch it and make fun of it the entire time while it's on. It's just bad, and that shit made eight hundred and thirty-five million dollars. How does that happen? So it also has it also has Tom Hardy in it, and that's not he's yeah I can't yeah he's like the Sam Worthington of five years later. I mean he's the guy who gets all the movies and things. Yeah. 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 It's bad. But they made a bunch of money, and that gave Sony this thought that they're going to make all these movies. Yeah. Morbius is going to be coming out. Like, I think I saw something like there's like five Spider Man movies are going to come out like in 2021. I mean, just a ridiculous amount of overload for Spider Man. And four of them won't have Spider Man in it. So, um,. That's what Sony yeah. does. They want that crap, <laughs> that crap universe of theirs, and they're gonna overload the world with these uh, crappy non-Spider-Man movies. So, yeah, good luck, I guess. Mm. <laughs> yeah, uh, I. Yeah, that's just a terrible title too. Uh, it might get that it's, Birds of Prey title change, like after it gets to the movie theater. They're like, oh yeah, you know what? Let's just change it because that sucks. And uh, I mean, I guess they got time to change it between now and then, but it, yeah, that's just bad. So, yeah, but that's that. Allegedly, and I, I, this is not in there. I didn't have my notes. I just remembered this. Allegedly, DC's going to digital comics starting next week. I don't know if Marvel made a similar announcement, but they're going to start pumping out their digital stuff, their new digital stuff again next week. Um, but and they I guess also I announced they're, they're um, kicking off a new distribution company to break up the Diamond Monopoly. Mm. So okay. The That's companies good too. that do, I think oh, they're. they're it diamond. might be the companies that do their digital distribution. There's two of them, mm-hmm. and they're they're leaning on them to do the physical product distribution. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and which and which is great because Diamond is a freaking monopoly, but also it sucks in this moment now too because you may be able to distribute the damn books, but so many of the shops are freaking closed, and so you can't. You know, it's ah, it's, Our, it's such my, a devil. My shop is uh, aggressively marketing and will deliver, and I've had stuff brought for them. Uh, Third Eye and Annapolis, okay. shout out. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean they're they they have the battle wagon that goes out and delivers stuff, and they've been they promo the shit out of everything. They are working it hard to try and uh, you know yeah. keep in business. And that's yeah, and that's great. You know, under the circumstances, because again, you bring it to my house, and I can read it in my house because I'm not leaving my damn house. You know, like I mean, that's perfect. So you know, you wonder if how many other other places can sustain that kind of model to get them things done. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's it's just bad. It's all bad all around. Yeah. Okay, but that's it really. Before we get into this damn book oh, for tonight, I'm, so but I know we're trying to. I know we're gonna keep this short, but I think can we talk about the Scooby Doo thing? Uh, it came out on text just before. Did I send now. you? Uh, oh yeah. Okay. Sure. Why not? So uh, yeah. I was I, back. I, this, Go this, ahead. This back might be a Thundercat situation, but uh, Dynamut <laughs> and Blue Falcon uh, provokes a response with me, where like uh, I open yeah. up my wallet and I'm ready to go. And it might be terrible. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the uh, the post-Our Childhood Scooby-Doo material is dicey at best. There's a, um, mm. there is a, I think, a two-season on uh, Netflix, uh, Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated, that's uh, phenomenal. That's awesome. Yeah. Yes, awesome. Um, mm. But, yeah, when I saw the trailer and I was like, oh, shit, Blue Falcon, Dynamite. That's, that might as well be fucking Captain America in my child mind. <laughs> Uh, it might be awful but uh i did yeah i i want to i just want to put it out there that uh my my uh interest is piqued by that i'll jump in okay so as bad as that cartoon is and was in the 80s or in the 70s um 
the design of the character is awesome. Like the design is awesome, and it gives you um, God. I'm gonna say Moon Knight. What's the other dude's name? Uh, the cartoon dude host oh, of the late space night ghost. show when they change space the script. ghost yeah yeah space ghost vibe it gives you the space ghost vibe or whenever where space ghost was much more serious you know dino mutt was damn scooby-doo and messing up everything from blue falcon but blue falcon was kind of awesome so yes i do agree with you i saw that thing and i was just like uh, it gave me the like the peanuts movie they made like three or four years ago that's the vibe i got from it like it looked like the animation was the same from charlie brown or whatever and then you know, sam man you brought up like who's the black chicken i have no fucking idea who that was either so yeah, um, i have no idea but... you know it's like yeah it was like franklin making the poster too but go ahead <laughs> um, no i just yeah no i'm just saying i i don't know and i, I i'm really hoping that you know, they're not going to make it cool, though, brother, because you know that. They're going to go straight for the cheap jokes. That's basically what it is. It's Scooby-Doo, man. They're not going to go be anything. Have you, have you watched Mr. You Incorporated? Know. I did. That show was great. Yeah. yeah. No, that, that show was I wish, great. I wish yeah. all of Scooby-Doo could be that good, uh, but sadly, that's yeah, no, not Yeah, no, that show case. was great. No, that show's great. And remember back in the day, we're really off the reservation here. Remember back in the day, man, I was a huge fan of a pup named Scooby-Doo, which was a late entry into our adulthood, too. A pup named Scooby-Doo is great. That is a great Scooby-Doo cartoon, too. Who was the, yeah, no. Who was the non... Yeah. Wasn't it was Shaggy and then somebody... Was it Velma, or was there one other character, or what? It was all of them. And pup named oh, Scooby-Doo? Yeah, it was all of them. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 They were, but you know, they were kind of like little kids, you know, and it, yeah, and it, but it, yeah, and it, you know, it definitely spoofed itself, like it knew, and like, which is a good thing about the other one that you were talking about too. Yeah, it knew what it was completely, like you know, they totally, you know, played into every trope that was in the original cartoon, like you know, let's split up, gang, like oh, again, (laughs) so yeah, they, yeah, 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 they got it, yeah, they totally got it back then, so yeah, all right. Let's get in this damn book. It's Secret Wars number six. It's Jonathan Hickman. I know, man. We're talking about Blue Falcon Ma- <laughs> Blue Blue and Dynamite. Let's do this. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Let's talk about this stupid comic book. Um, well, not stupid. All right. Uh, we almost get the 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 freaking three weeks later uh, uh thing from the Avengers, but previously on Secret Wars, um, words, a lot of them. Uh, issue five uh, kind of brought us to this point too. There's things going on. Uh, there's the death of Doctor Strange and the funeral that goes along with that. And uh, Valeria Richards is out doing the investig. You know, has been charged by her father to do an investigation to find out who killed Secret uh, Stephen Strange. You know, but as we all know, the call is coming from inside the house. Um, he killed Doctor Strange, and then we learn the source of Doom's power is the Molecule Man, and we see him in his Scooby-Doo-like um, headquarters underneath his own statue uh, at Castle Doom. And that really explains, you know, kind of gets us up to the point here of where we are now, and now it's three weeks later, Valeria is um, giving an update to her father, air quotations, about, you know, what's the investigation, how has it been? And then we're going to jump and take a leap here and see stuff that's going to be not really explained. And they're going to explain it here. And again, it could be on a side book that came out that we just didn't read. But like this is where it is. And so they've captured Corvus Glave and Proxima Midnight. They got them in the freaking blue tubes or whatever. And you never Yes, thank you. (laughs) And then we don't we, we don't see. Yeah, we don't see how they were captured. We don't know how they were captured. They tell us that Apocalypse and the four uh, horsemen beat the shit out of them, and that's how they got captured, but we don't actually see that battle, which in a comic book world probably would have been nice to see. But again, it could have been in a different book that just we didn't read. And now Black Swan is working for Doom, and we did see her start to walk towards the castle in the last issue. And so she's there, and she's you know got all the background information on um these two particular characters and um and my note here says and sue is acting asking doom why did you bring this bitch in our house (laughs) so what do y'all think of this (laughs) why do you think of this opening scene brother beavis as valeria is explaining this investigation sue is worried why this lady is here and doom is spinning a lie that's spinning out of control yeah so um 
A couple things. Number one, when I first started reading this, I had to go, like I said, uh, in the pregame, page back and like, did I miss some stuff? Because they did seem to skip a lot of things. Uh, number two, yeah. as I'm looking at it right now, Black Swan and uh, Invisible Woman are essentially drawn exactly the same with different costumes. Mm. So absolutely, yeah, yeah I could see yeah. why uh, Sue might have some beef. Uh, number two, uh, <laughs> Valeria and Invisible Woman are drawn essentially the same, and so I had a trouble following mm. like who was doing what. Um, but yeah, yeah. they mm-hmm. um, the 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 funny thing was like, oh yeah, this is uh, this is Corba and, and his proxy uh, his proxy. And you're like, oh no no no, this is what it is. So it was kind of some funny lost in translation stuff. But yeah, like um, yeah. they have a lot of text. To cover up, you know, like we get four pages of text or three pages, I guess, where like they, I guess we could have got like at least one flashback panel to the battle or whatever, but yeah, yeah exactly. uh, no, we get words instead, and much, much words. Um, and then Sue is her insecurity coming out of this is like, you know what, if she's a captive of yours, like why are you just telling us stuff? Why do I have to be asking you stuff? You know, and Doom, again, trying to spin out of this particular lie that he's telling. Like, oh, that's not really my concern right now, you know, baby. I'm just, you know, don't worry about that shit. Yeah, exactly. One million. You know, and then Valeria. Valeria kind of has an idea of what's going on as well, which will be revealed here in a few pages. You know, but um, her eventual answer is like, tell me what you found. And uh, a favorite line from I, the only time I've ever skipped school is when Brother Beavis and I and another friend of ours, shout out to Scott Haddix, went to go see Spaceballs, and the only line we laughed at in the theater is, we ain't found shit. <laughs> That's basically Valeria's line um, yeah. to her father. He's like, what have you learned? We ain't found shit. Nothing. <laughs> That's, that's basically that's Tubac, what's going Tubac on. from the, um, Star Trek the, this, is uh, the dude that does that, too. I didn't know that for years. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, that's Tuvok. Mm. <laughs> it's fucked up. The, <laughs> nice. The sad part is I have such I have so much more appreciation for that movie than I did at the time. Because you are not wrong. Oh, yeah. That is literally the only time we laughed watching that movie. Um, and I watch yes. it now. Two hours. Like, the whole thing. I'm on like on the floor the whole time. Yeah, yes, yeah. We well, we weren't as sophisticated then as we are now, That's for sure. True. At first, baseball. Like, yeah. So. We, I want to hear, I want to hear inappropriate use of the N word and hillbilly jokes and yeah, smart animals. jokes. Yeah, yeah. We, we went from blazing yeah. saddles into space balls, and it was a slightly different experience. Yeah, it's, yeah. We weren't ready. Um, but yeah, so it's basically she's like, you know, I'm sorry, father. We haven't found anything. We'll talk to you later. And so then we go to the other part of this books that are even worse than this. And we go to the future foundation. And it's, just, I mean, there's a portion of it. And again, like it, one of our major complaints, modern books, they don't tell you enough story. Okay, fine. Now we're getting enough story. Now there's no action. Like there's no balance here. And like we've said, like as the end of this book comes forward, then you're just going to get nothing but balls to the wall action near the end without any real story or, or, or trying to finish the story off. And it just doesn't work. There's no balance. So um, we go to the Future Foundation. They have discovered the source of the, you know, they took out the radiation or whatever and been able to s- discover the source of the powers. It's coming from right where Valeria is standing. You know, Valeria is weird in this too, Sandman, in the sense that they draw her like a little girl. But it, like her age is to be is undetermined, you know. It's kind of weird. Yes. Like, okay, yeah, you know, I'm I'm old, but I'm not old. Like, and that part makes it confusing, especially dealing with the Future Foundation since they all look up to her. Yeah, exactly. And to compound this, Franklin, who is the older brother, I believe, correct? Yeah. Uh, acts yes. like he's like half her age, like he's like a three mm. or four year old or something like that. Because there's a scene later on where uh, 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 Sue tells him it's bedtime and he's acting like you know yeah. <laughs> like a child yeah and you know and valeria is acting like she's 32 years old so i don't know what mm-hmm. the uh, the tone of this has always been uh, has been kind of confusing to me as far as uh, those two at least i mean i understand she's supposed to be genius like her father but um even at, th- at this age though she's still i don't know it, it's like you said earlier it's uneven i'm not sure um yeah uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's, 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 it's just on yeah. I don't know. This is how they wrote it, but yeah, I don't get it. Well, as a part of their in uh, investigation too, they've discovered these, um, I guess, little satellite things or whatever that are, you know, 
trying to figure out, you know, what's going on there that Greed has sent out. And she sees, yeah, thank you. And he sends out these uh, probes, and it's just like, and she sees the inside of him and was like, who's building this crap? Which was kind of funny, you know, because we know it's going to be Reed. And there's a, it, that, they double back on that joke later on. And then we come to a scene where you see the probe droids going around. All right, what is that figure in the ground, y'all? Anybody I saw got that for the first one? time. Um, yeah. Is that hmm. a sentinel, maybe? It's a warrior. At least uh, is, isn't that the, um, well, not, well, it's a circle on his chest, I think. At first I thought it was Doctor Strange's, like, Eye of Agamotto symbol, but I don't think that's mm. correct now. Um, yeah, I mean, it's something that has been laid out on the ground, you know, and obviously an Easter egg or whatever. Yeah. And I'm just like, I can't, I've been looking at it, and I just can't figure it out. Because at first I thought it was Galactus, uh, but then we know Galactus is hanging out, you know, touching young boys at Castle Doom. So, um, <laughs> I don't, yeah, I just can't figure that out. So... Well, we're there at Project 42, somewhere inside Battle World, and then we get to see the two Reed Richards, you know, have their dick measuring contest of exposition as well. You know, both of them know that they have to do something about Doom. Like, they have to take care of it, like, how they're going to do it. You know, young Doom, or young Reed wants to just kill him. Other Reed is like, okay, we got to take him out of power, but what's going to happen after that? What's going to happen to the world? What's going to happen to the people that are here? What's going to happen to the worlds that they put together? Like, he's thinking very, you know, kind of globally, whereas the uh, younger Reed is just like, look, we just need to take him out or whatever. What did you think about the scene between the two Reeds there, Brother Beavis? Uh, yeah, uh, really interesting and, and um, sort of interesting how different they are. And, uh, you know, the interplay of them over the course of the series becomes interesting, particularly once, like, you know, he finally takes off this sort of wonky helmet. And it's like, I, mm. I guess those are the both. I, I, I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know much about um, Ultimate Reed, whatever. But, yeah, I, I, you know, this is where they've all been scattered now. And so they've been they, – it's not like they've been randomly scattered. They've been – They've been yeah. put with particular people that make sense. So, yeah, I think, you know, this is this becomes an interesting pairing because I think you have to resolve this as far as the 616 and 1610 collusion is which Reed is going to take dominance. And so it's yeah. interesting, but you got to be a real Reed fan to get into it. So, hey, no, there's not a lot of them out there. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all like Reed Richards? Let's give you two Reed Richards. Oh, my God. Please. You know, yeah, nobody asked for that shit. Um, yeah, there is that. And, you know, and young Reed calls him out and, like, you know, I look at your face and be like, when did you become such a bitch? Like, dang, I, okay, I know that's my face, but, like, when did you become such a bitch, man? You know, and they both have their own separate plots and plans going. You know, the young Reed is behind this prophet person that is actually rousing up the kingdom which we'll come back to here in the next scene and then uh older reed has actually sent out you know the two spider-men to go you know discover the power source or whatever but it's just really kind of weird we get a coon face from old reed when younger reed shows him like his wife with dr doom we get a little coon face there from reed um and, you know but i don't know anything about young reed either and i also you know I, i'd say to y'all that i was like all right you know what since i'm off let me read some of these damn new Avenger books after when we stopped reading it up to the Infinity event. And there were two things that I told y'all. One, man, the Marvel MCU people was like, ooh, we're going to cherry pick a lot of this shit and put it in a movie. Mm. That's one. Two, it's, it is a lot better and explains a story, which is actually very good. But three, it goes way too long in a very Hickman-like fashion, and it goes all over the place. You're on so many different worlds. There's so many different characters. It's just like, I cannot keep all of this together. And then, it, you know, oh, this one's in New Avengers. Now this one goes to Avengers, and then this one goes to the, like, the mainline Affinity book. It was all over the place. And, you know, I think this is where we are here. So Strange scatters them across the Earth or whatever. Black Swan winds up at the castle. Some other people wind up someplace else. And, you know, these two got together and to make this plot or whatever, but you don't, you know, you never really see it. You just make the assumption like, oh, yeah, they're together and they're making a plot to stop doing All right. Okay. That's what you say, but you don't really see any of it. And, you know, does everything have to be explained? No, but, you know, how they got together and, and why they decided to pool their considerable brain resources, I think that might have been a story that you wanted to tell. So, all right. 
let's see. So we go to Castle Doom, and we do get a chance to see our two Spider-Men, and uh, they are looking for this source. Doom has sent them out there, and he sent, or not Doom, Rita sent them out there with this something to find, like a tracker to find where the source of the power is. And when they get there, they run into Valeria Richards. And the kind of funny thing is, is that they're so familiar, or at least Peter is so familiar. Like, hey, Valeria, the rumors are true. Like, I don't know you. Who's you? <laughs> no, no, nothing about you. Like, I don't know anything about you. So who, who, who is you? And they go through this whole thing, and then Valeria really reveals that she knows, like, something is up. Like, I know there's a trap door there. I know there's a secret power source is there. I know all of this stuff. And then this is where it goes to where I was saying Sandman is like, well, she literally name checks herself. and like, yeah, I'm, I'm a little kid, and I'm too young for this, and so I don't want to go deal with it. So y'all go and deal with it. And it's, you know, which is kind of, you know, I don't know if it's weird or strange or genius, but it's just kind of a weird throw in at that point. Yeah, this whole kind of um, encounter with the, the Spider-Man kind of is a strange one for me. First of all, she she acts like um, she's, well, she doesn't know them um, because of Doom, of course. But uh, after uh, seeing them, she would, wouldn't she... Um, raise the alarm that you know because they're supposed to be looking for the mm-hmm. bubbles i thought i thought that was kind of strange i know she mm-hmm. has deduced that everything's not even and maybe she's taking it upon herself to try to figure out uh what's going on behind the scenes uh, and, and then maybe that's why she's uh, doing this but i don't know i thought it was strange and and yeah and when she even says that um she's not emotionally prepared to deal with the fact that uh, her father may not be who she he thinks uh, she thinks that mm-hmm. he is. Um, yeah, it's mm-hmm. kind of like it was like, well, I'm too uh, smart for my own britches, kind of a thing, I guess. You know, yeah. So, and um, she's—I don't know. She's like just yeah. She's too young. She's too smart for her age, kind of. And so yeah, I guess that's what they're. And she and for. they even yeah. And they even draw her really young in like a couple of the spots there so it's oh, like yeah. how the fuck like, old is she the way they draw her body, you know yeah. like and she looks I'm very curious how old yeah. she's supposed to be yeah yeah it's really weird and she does get there brother <laughs> beavis about be the line about Ray Williams <laughs> there you go <laughs> Ew. don't start alright um and then uh <laughs> that's a touchy subject um <laughs> and then she goes and she does tell them about like, hey, like, you know, uh, the secret door is over there. I was like, oh, by the way, did y'all kill Doctor Strange? I'm like, of course not. I'm like, yeah, I didn't think so. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right, go ahead. You guys go in there. You need to, I'm going to keep your secret or whatever, but you guys go ahead and go in there. All right. And now we're back into this uh, white panel pages, Brother Beavis. Now you're going to have to use your science and explain to us. How a hamburger is still good after three weeks, man. Um, just saying, preservatives. Uh, uh, so there may be some. There may be a period where it's not as old as they think it might have been. Like I think they're like, what is it, like mm. eight years or whatever. But yeah, I think. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. I th- I don't even think it's because science. I think it, there's something about like uh, Owen getting anything to eat. Like it's either a token of yeah. assistance or whatever. I think it's is not intended to be uh, interpreted literally. Well, fine. They make their way there. Owen's talking to himself. He's hungry like he was. Doom didn't bring him any food. He's hungry like the. And world. I think. Yeah. Oh. And I think he said. I think in one of the other books, or maybe in a side angle book, or something that I read, or something, it's like you know he because he's split into so many different pieces. Uh, when he eats something, it kind of bring it brings his sanity back a little bit. Like that, the the, the hunger kind of helps him make himself whole a little bit. And um, so the burger, you know, gives him you know the clarity to whatever to have this conversation with them. And you know, y'all like the interplay between Miles and Peter? Yeah, it's very much Spider Man. Spider Man, I guess. Yeah. The, um, the whole bantering mm-hmm. back and forth because neither one of them could really shut up. That's the whole thing about Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty funny, yeah. actually. Yeah. Yeah, I thought this was a good bit, too. And then they're like, all right, so, well, Reed sent us here to find the power source. Um, and it's kind of funny when they do this to Peter sometimes, where they're like, you know, they kind of make, they don't make him dumb, but, like, remember, he's supposed to be super smart, too. 
Like, I don't know how Peter didn't deduce, like, wait a minute, you're here. I'm like, motherfucker, wait, I was on the first Secret Wars back in 1983. What the <laughs> hell? This ain't good. Like, you you were there. This is bad. And so, um, yeah, and though, you know, uh, Molecule Man's just like, oh, you're looking for the source of power? I am the source of power. You know, great shot, by the way, of him upside down like that. And then we go back to Castle Doom, and I'm going to make, uh, if you, y'all know me well enough to should know this, um, there's some words on here. But really, let's just focus on the Goblin Queen outfit. <laughs> just for a few minutes. <laughs> Can we just take a few minutes to appreciate this? Uh, when whoever wrote it uh, or drew it, because uh, under boob. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, my goodness gracious, what a, a great design. I've said it on this podcast numerous times. If I go to a con and um, there's some lady just like that in any way, shape, or form, my wife is getting the sunshine call from Harlem Nights. Hey, baby, I ain't coming home no more. Have a good life. Goodbye. All right, that's it. I'm not coming home. That's it. I'm taking it you easy. Know, I'm done. That's it. Yeah, you take it easy. I'm done. So Doom has gathered all the uh, pieces of the kingdom there uh, You know, to talk about what's going on in the kingdom. The prophet has been raised. And he's, you know, upper, you know, uniting the upper kingdoms and the lower kingdoms. Doom is like, you know, what's going on between everybody here? You know, the goblin queen people are like, you know, we're loyal to you, you know, but this needs to be taken care of. Apocalypse is the same way. It's like, you know what? This has to be taken care of. The strong need to survive and you need to like kind of squash this out, you know, and Doom's like, oh, so I should send the Thor core over there? And Apocalypse is like, yeah, you know, you should do that. And Doom, again, having to spin his lie. He's like, you know what? Mm, y'all take care of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that part was pretty funny. Like, mm, yeah, mm, we could do that. I could do that, but y'all you know, just take care of that shit. Cause I, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's it's kind of a great bit. And then it goes, you know, after he tells him that, then it goes into this bit. And again, uh, brother Beavis, why is Captain Marvel hanging out in Bar Sinister, and why does she have the diamond in her head, dude? Well, so I think the diamond in her head is that is that the sixteen ten Captain Marvel? I don't know, um, but yeah, I, she, I don't know. No, I think this is yeah. That's what I'm saying. Because remember, she was there at the battle was, against Doom. Yeah, then they kidnapped her, and she got spread. Or something. No, I thought she got she got she got spread out too. Like she got dispersed as well. Oh, right. I thought. In the so, battle, and so you know, she winds up at Bar Sinister. Yeah, mm. I mean, uh, I, I guess we yeah. need to talk about Bar Sinister. <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening. Um, so uh, somewhere along the way, apparently, Mr. Sinister became a queer icon, and uh, yes, I think that's fine, but now I don't know how to connect. Uh, my understanding of the ca- the character from prior stories to now, and so I mm. actually have a hard time sort of putting any of this in context. And when I actually, it's funny you ask about the diamond because, like, I didn't connect the fact that her diamond is the same as his diamond and all the cloning stuff. Mm. So it's entirely possible that that like she got dispersed and then whatever the sinister cloning engine fired up. And turned, you know, assimilated her genetic material and turned into her a sinister clone or whatnot. But I just, I, I, mm-hmm. I can't, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how to interpret Mr. Sinister at this point. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, and again, remember when we read House of X and Power of X and Bar Sinister was a part of that too, we were completely out of this. And so yes. when I saw Bar Sinister in the first issue of, of this before, I was like, oh, Bar Sinister, oh, wait. So this shit has been in the works for many years like this. You know, we're coming on late to this. And I don't know if this part of him, you know, becoming a queer icon happened now or maybe even happened before when we weren't really reading that actively. But in the context of this story, I still don't know why Captain Marvel's there. And she's punching Mr. Sinister. Like, can I just get an explanation for that? Like how she got there and why? No. She's punching him. All right, let's be naughty. Yeah, let's be naughty. All right. Okay, I mean, like, well, there's no explanation, like, at all. It's just, you know, there's no, like, oh, back in issue number whatever, freaking Carol got over there, and he did some freaky-deaky shit with her, you know, and then next panel, nothing. 
They just assume that this is what's going to happen because it looks like a cool shot to have her there. Like, that's what it feels like. Oh, you know what would be a cool shot? If she fucking has the diamond in her head and she's whatever under the influence of Sinister. Oh, okay. But no explanation to it. Is there a previous panel? I remember seeing a previous panel where I couldn't tell who it was. Uh, Mm. Oh, maybe it's in a later one. I don't know. Now, I rescind my. You were comment. looking at the Goblin Queen. You were looking at the <laughs> Goblin Queen like the rest of them. Yep. <laughs> so, um, all right. So we go off to the hidden island of Agamotto, uh, which wasn't that hidden because Strange took them there before. Like that's where he transported yeah. them. That's where the ship was, <laughs> right? Was yeah. So yeah. I mean, I guess they didn't know how they got there. Yeah, that's how. I, so whatever. And so they had to go through the freaking seven trials to get there. It's Black Panther and, and Namor, and they get there. They're having this conversation about, you know, why they're not, you know, trying to kill each other anymore. And so now if I throw it back to uh, this whole thing. So uh, when the Black Order came um, in the Infinity thing, they came in there and wiped out freaking Atlantis. And so um, Namor is like a spy, a spy, essentially. Like he just gave up, like just gave up. He's like, you know what? That's it. I'm just going to be working for y'all. Now, I don't know if he's a double secret probation agent, but for the course of this whole thing, he's still dealing with the Illuminati, but he's also reporting back to, like, uh, Thanos and them. And, all right, spoiler alert. Okay, so the the purpose of this Infinity event, (laughs) this is weird to say, this is as bad as that bad boy's plot that I was talking about, um, the purpose of this event and why Thanos is coming to Earth, Thanos has a son. Uh, it's his seed son and Thanos have been Thanos have been fucking all over the galaxy and killing his kids so he's been going all over the fucking galaxy and killing his kids and uh, he had one left his last the last heir of Thanos and he was on earth and he um, he was like had been adopted by the Inhumans and the Inhumans had uh, like you know because Black Bolt and the or Black Bolt knew and they were hiding him or whatever, and then they gave him the Terrigen Mist, and he turned into, like, a little Thanos. It's just a mess. A hot mess. Okay. Okay. I know I said those books were good. That part wasn't. And, um, yeah, so that was that part of it. So, yeah, but whatever. So, Namor has, is, is definitely up, maybe to this point, he might have turned back to the side of the good, but he was definitely on the side of the bad at, at a certain point. Well, I think right. he arrives so, here um, alongside the rest of them, and then when he gets scattered, mm-hmm. he happens to get paired with his former Illuminati mm-hmm. uh, frenemy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, and he's and they and they make their way up into this thing that uh, Strange's Fortress of Solitude. They have the eye to be able to get inside, and then they get greeted, you know, literally in Fortress of Solitude uh, fashion by Doctor Strange's avatar. And he's like, "Hey, how y'all doing? Blah 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 blah. Answer this question, or I'm about to kill you." You know, an Illuminatus. And then, you know, I hope my death was, in, you know, in good. And then he leaves them two freaking uh, events. We're going to get a kunai here in a second. Yeah. And um, <laughs> one, he leaves them the Siege Courageous, which, again, more of an X-Men thing than a, an Avengers thing. Wasn't uh, that the Siege Perilous? Uh, kind of interesting. The, 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 and, um, no, the portal. In the, yeah, no. Was it Fall of the Mutants, Brother Beavis? Or yeah, is that... so Fall of the Mutants is where the Siege Perilous was introduced. Yeah, oh, actually, it was okay. yeah, they were given that by Roma. And then uh, shortly okay. after that, after they got ambushed on Australia, um, or uh, they, they got ambushed in their secret uh, lair in the Outback, they, mm. uh, Psylocke convinced most of them to go through and that's where they were all sort of reborn scattered we get Psylocke out of that we get uh, Colossus removed Dazzler gets taken off the team that was the uh, the sort of questionable uh, Havoc, Storm Dazzler, Longshot mm. Colossus, Psylocke yeah. era <laughs> yeah scary team but yeah. not really yeah okay but so that was the siege Perilous, Perilous thing, not the siege courageous. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. It but it's the same so sort the of like this... it at least looks the same. It was this sort of thing it where does. you throw it down yeah. and it makes a portal. It grows and makes yeah. a portal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it grows. Okay. Okay. That's what she said. And then he also left them a um <laughs> he also left them a uh 
uh, an infinity gauntlet <laughs> with the stones in it, Ooh. no less. And then we get like, yeah, we get coon eyes from um, Black Panther. Yeah, we can say it. And um, and the funny thing is, is Namor's like, um, you know, what do you think? He's like, don't look at me. We know, we both know, I can't be trusted. <laughs> I was like, damn, that's awful. Yeah, I think that was like one of the the best sort of panels in this whole book. It's like, yep. Yeah. Uh, and in fact, <laughs> we know you can't be trusted as well. So yeah, we also know. As, yeah, as the reader, we also know this. And so you know, he left him with the Infinity Gauntlet. Use it wisely, because Strange knew that this was all messed up from the beginning too. And he obviously knew he called a shot with his death as well. Like, hey, if something happens, I need something to be able to you know kind of destroy this world or have the ability to fight against Doom to destroy it. So yeah. And then we get to this really goofy scene, y'all. God almighty. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I mean, I don't know. I don't know, y'all. Okay, so again, we still don't know why he's hanging out with Galactus, and Galactus is, his, you know, his friend toy. There's that. What you said, like, Franklin is acting much younger than his old. he's the older brother. Acting much old, younger than his old younger sister, and then his mom is telling him a bedtime story about the Fantastic Four. Tell me more about the Fantastic Four, you know. And again, it winds up becoming this bastardized history because Doom has to change the history of everything to, you know, kind of complete it. So instead of having Reed Richards, it's, is it their dad? Is it the? the is that who doctor, it is? Doctor yeah. Storm, Franklin Storm. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Franklin. Yeah, okay, so he tells them the story, you know, that, and they give the origin stories essentially the same, you know, that they were changed, they were going to, you know, do whatever they were going to do, and then, is that when you met Dad? Well, no, that's when he saved us, you know, and it, it tells the story of a battle world battle where, you know, her dad winds up getting killed, you know, and then that, that, <laughs> her turn face when she tells the happy part of the story, but there was a bright and brilliant light and it was your father her face look at her face it's disturbing yeah like a joker yeah. face yeah she might be well yeah it's more a Stafford wife and yeah. um yeah. you know he he turns and he makes the world from nothing and you know and she you know falls for his love and whatever and it's just a weird like introduction to the to the team and I don't necessarily think, I mean, I, I know it, it was leading to the point here or what we're getting to the end here and the purpose of that. But it was just weird. Like, it's just just weird, weird. Well, weird. I would also yeah. say, oh, like, yeah. the degree to which, um, you know, uh, I brought in the pregame show, I brought up Earth Mightiest Heroes. And so one of the one of the mm. quintessential episodes is when Cap breaks free of the uh, the scroll and one of the main mm. characters is the invisible woman who they have to take mm. uh, you know overt steps to keep her from using her powers because she is so strong and when she mm. finally does mm. it's like donuts for everybody right so the fact yeah. that she has been like you know they've turned her from she was the secretary of the fantastic four in the 60s to uh if we're honest she's actually could kill every single one of those little bitches um, and they've, yes. they've just reduced her so much in this story. It is kind of yeah. it is kind of bizarre and disturbing. It's like you know, yeah. as much as they built her up over stories over the year, this this it seems like a missed opportunity to make her more than just a sycophant in this story. And to my yeah. recollection, she doesn't really have like an awakening or a turnaround, or doesn't ever really play a significant role in the story. And that. That seems like a missed opportunity. In fact, and more so because yeah. she wasn't in the original Secret Wars because at the time she was pregnant with Franklin. Pregnant right? with Franklin. That's right. Correct. Yep. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. And I was going to say that too as you spin it forward to the end. It's not like she gets this awakening moment and, be, and you know, like freaking Scarlet Witch and freaking Endgame. Like, yeah, you took everything from me. I'm about to. Rah! I kill you. She didn't even get that moment here. It's just like, oh ass. yeah, I'm under my control. This is your ass in yeah. my <laughs> Yeah, we don't get any of that. And you know, she doesn't get that moment to tell Doom like you, you know, you mess with my mind. That's some fucked right. up shit. And I'm about to take you know out on you. We don't get any of that. So ugh, whatever. All right. So we get to the final portion here, and this is what we talked about, where you know Jonathan Hickman was clearly watching Game of Thrones when he wrote this. 
And at the end of issue five, you see Thanos going to the wall. And it, you know, the or the shield, I believe is what it's called. But it is the wall. It's where they keep all the zombies and crap on the other side. Uh, the White Walkers, whatever you want to call it. They're on the other side of the wall. And so he's going there, and you see Thanos having this conversation um, with, like, it looks like the thing. Or you just see, like, these big orange rocks or whatever. And he's like, you know what? I know a secret. Um, uh, none of this is real. Like, you know, whatever this is, you know, this is some bullshit. Thanos is telling him straight up. And he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, man, look, dude, don't mess with your mind. I done seen this nigga beat y'all. Y'all beat this nigga all the time. <laughs> he can't get a dump you for nothing with y'all, man. And you, all these other people, y'all done beat this dude's ass every single time. He can't get a win for nothing. And, you know, and <laughs> the thing is, Barbanos is like, what are you talking about, man? You, you, this is crazy. This, you know, this is not real. He's like, no, it's real. As real as it is for anything right now. <laughs> But overall, this some bullshit. I mean, and the way they draw Thanos and like one of those panels, like he's very manipulative in this thing because he knows exactly what he's doing. I think it's freaking genius. Like I, I, I really thought this was a really cool. Now the idea of what's going to happen at the end of this is stupid. But the other part, I thought like you know Thanos coming to this point, and you know, and why does Thanos, you know, and again they don't explain any of this. Why does Thanos seek out? How does he know this information? Like, how does he know the thing That's is the wall? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, there's no explanation of this. He just, like, goes there and is like, yeah, I release the I think the, the challenge we, we all have with Thanos now is what is he without the Infinity Gauntlet? And, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, he is very much a vanilla big man with ambiguous energy yeah. beams and super strength and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. you know, he, he's, he needs something beyond the Infinity Gauntlet and Clearly, he's not getting it here. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, you know, and I had this thought, too, and I have it in my notes here. You said that. My note says, like, he, him without the Infinity Gauntlet is, like, how they, they did with, like, Dark Phoenix. Like, you can't do anything with it. It's like, well, if you give him the damn gauntlet, he's super powerful. And you can't do it. Like, nobody can defeat him. Just like the Dark Phoenix. You know what I mean? Like, you gave him too much power. But then when you take it away, then it's like, well, I don't fucking know what to do with Jean Grey. Put her in a yeah. fucked up outfit and give her ambiguous powers, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't ever, know what the hell to do Ever take a dive in the uh, eighth episode of the anime <laughs> The cartoon just to fall over. Yeah, yeah for no reason. Uh, I mean, and so, like, I'm like, you know, okay, so... And, you know, and all his incarnations... Of the stuff that I've read, you, like you never really see him as a master manipulator unless it's to get a freaking stone or to get the gauntlet. You know, like this is here. He's like, oh, okay, I'm going to be this master manipulator to release, you know, the wall to go fight whoever the hell. You know, like it just, like it didn't make any sense. But again, there probably was a story that could have been told there. Maybe it was that we just missed it. Like, oh, you know, the reason he's doing this or something i don't know maybe young reed richards told him like hey you know this you know because he was paired up with him when they wind up going through the incursion or whatever like oh you know this is what this is and you know nothing there's just nothing so i I don't freaking know this is weird this is weird so anyway so once um uh the thing the wall finds out what's happening he breaks himself free of the wall and he becomes a big giant rock and uh you know starts marching towards Winterfell or King's Landing or wherever the hell he wants to go to. <laughs> and that's pretty much the end of issue six. I mean, that's it. I mean, like, and he'd been like a whole wall. Now, and I guess Doom expanded his powers, y'all, right? That he could be a big wall? A, a, gi- uh, a gigantic wall. Or, yeah, um, I guess, because he's a giant now, too. So, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Got stre- stretch powers? I mean, just okay, you know. And I just reminded me also. Remember when we were reading that Captain America comic book in that alternate land, and they made the thing like he was just pushing that freaking thing around to power the whole freaking island or whatever. I was like, what do you mean? I'm just pushing this thing. What do you mean this power? What? 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 <laughs> like it just you know they just used him like it was this big grunt or whatever, you know. And they kind of did that to him here, you know. And I mean, and that's issue six, y'all. I, I mean. Yeah, it's kind of I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's just. I mean, it's just. I mean, again, you're in a, a nine-issue limited series. You're on issue seven, which we're about to get to. Issue the last two issues have just been talking. 
I mean, really. I mean, that's basically what it is. And, you know, we get a little bit more action in seven before it goes balls to the wall again in eight and nine. But this is what it is, I guess. I don't know. Brother Beavis, what do you think? Um, So I read this and the rest of the series. And so the... The, and again, connecting back to the, the prior exposition and whatnot. So I didn't feel the weight of, of the exposition as I read this because I read everything else. But I will say for the the big reveal of this being the thing, uh, it doesn't mm. pan out. Um, yeah. And so I think, again, <laughs> you, you mentioned earlier, like, you got to have pacing. Like, right, you can't have... You can't have and, and the funny thing is like after this they they put the the accelerator down and it's just all action from here out like you can't have yeah. like um you know a couple teasers and then just all set up in in order to get to all mm. action because the all action becomes that much more unsatisfying because there's no pause right. and there's no breath and there's no explanation and so it mm. the, this series definitely has a pacing problem i will mm. say that um, again, knowing all the pieces that came before and how it's all stitched together makes the whole thing more satisfying. But it's only satisfying sort of in a larger context. And as you read each one of these issues, it doesn't. It's it's yeah, it's not good. It's just it feels like yeah. it, it fails to rise above the whole crossover mentality that Marvel was locked into at the time. Yeah, it's very disconnected. In that sense, and I'm all, and you know, and again, from back in the day, you know, from whether it's Secret Wars one or Secret Wars two, I'm like, why did they make this commitment to only make this nine issues? Because you could have told that exposition story mixed in with some of the stuff, the parts that are missing, without, you know, with with, with over twelve issues, like it would have made more sense. You know, if like somebody was gonna buy nine issues of this crap, they were gonna buy twelve. So like, you know, was, I don't understand. Like, why we'd even try to cut it short. Like, just tell the story that you wanted to tell. We're going to give you 12 issues to do it. And then, again, they wind up saying it was going to be eight, and then they wind up making nine anyway. Because, probably because of these two fucking issues. Because it was just, it was like, whoa, there's just so much going on of us talking about what's happening, but actually not doing anything. And so, like, I just, yeah. It's, and again, it's not, this is, this is being like kind of overly critical. I'm not saying that this is bad. This is good writing or anything like you know. It's good in that sense, but it's also not a connected story. Sam, man, what did you think? I mean, you guys have already said it. It's kind of all over the place. The pacing is not great, uh, obviously, and there's the things we already covered that don't really make sense with Valeria and um, like some some of the continuity things are they're just yeah, it's just all over the place, man. And I'm Mm-hmm. Trying to follow along is um, I haven't read ahead yet. I'm kind of reading as we go, and I'm kind of like yeah, especially like you know with the thing with Bar Sinister and Captain Marvel. I'm assuming there's a whole like side book we just missed, uh, we haven't read or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing I hope so because there's a lot of stuff here that they just kind of completely gloss over and uh, jump around, and there's nothing. It's not a contained story at times. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, you're expected to know yeah. a lot of stuff on the sides, which is. I think it's a mistake. Um, it's just, uh, yeah, like the original um, uh, Secret Wars, everything was in the book for you. You didn't have to go outside anything. You know, I don't think they did side books for that. But um, no, yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's it's it's, it's not great. <laughs> Let's call it what it is. It's not yeah. great. It's, um, there are things I like about it. Obviously, you know, still, cause I like Hickman's writing for the most part. But uh, mm. this was not his best. This not, not this one. Yeah. Yeah, it just it just doesn't and like I said, it's just not a, a connected book in that regard. And mm-hmm. it just there's too many of these little gap holes that you have to try to fill in. And again, now if I, I gotta go buy Battle World this or Battle World book number two or whatever, like I haven't even thought about looking at some of the the, the offshoots of these books. Yeah. I haven't even thought yeah, about it. Like, cause I'm I'm like there's no way I'm going to Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and again, you know, they don't exactly put the best writers and or artists on those books. And so it just becomes this freaking horse chase. Like, oh, now I can figure out what happened. Well, I mean, I don't know if I want to do that either. So it just put it all in one book, man. I'll tell all your side stories that aren't related to Maine on the side. But leave these freaking books to itself. If somebody could pick it up, 
Like, oh, why don't no new people read comic books? This is why people, new people don't read comic books. This is exactly why. Because they could pick this stuff up. Like, no, you can watch this shit. You can read it from the beginning. They would know, no, you won't. And again, we're seasoned comic book readers, and we're having a struggle getting through some of this crap. And we already read this crap before, at least mm-hmm. most of it, Brother Beavis. <laughs> at least we thought we did. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. It is what it is. Okay. So that'll wrap up, uh, was, I guess this is the Marvel Hack Season 9, Episode 6 or 5? I can't even remember anymore. It, uh, season uh, Episode 5. Uh, remember, you'll be able to find this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, rate, review, subscribe. Um, yeah, we got, if you didn't listen to it last week, and I was listening to it uh, the other day on my walk, uh, that's a very funny episode of our X-Men Animated Series rewatch. Uh, you should definitely go back and do that. And we have one more episode to get to before we do the last two double issues, or double episodes, where we go through Days of Future Past and then, um, what, Night of the Sentinels and whatever. Uh, but yeah, so we got to get through that. The big, the big three to close out Season 1. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we, yeah, we got to go through the Juggernaut episode, which um, uh, also, again, just as a reminder, Wolverine's a dick. Uh, oh, and also, so we gotta get through we, that. We cannot do that without Big Hutch because his oh favorite X Men is Colossus. Oh, Colossus! That's right. Yes, with Widow, with Widow Peak, even in the cartoon haircut. By the way, uh, so <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely have to corral him to get him in on that particular episode. So yeah, we got that going on. Uh, if you haven't, if you go to brotherscomics.com, I updated the blog for the first time in many, many weeks, uh, cause what else am I doing? And, um, so yeah, you can check out some new articles there, some new, uh, 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 like articles, a lot of movie reviews, a couple of comic book reviews, not too much though. But yeah, that's basically that. Or, I don't know. Y'all need to go see Bad Boys 3 so I can spoil, you know, so I don't have to spoil that freaking uh, terrible plot yes. shift in that movie. Yes, it's bad. How yeah, does one it's watch bad. That at this point, uh, it's on Redbox at this point, and I think it's on—I don't know—I wouldn't buy it on demand, that's for sure. But um, it just came out on Redbox, so I don't know. I don't know what the on-demand features You're would be, to but wait yeah, for um, can't. for it to hit HBO or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't go to Redbox. Got all the germs on that freaking machine. No, thank you. Um, so no, Instant I don't think so. Statistic. But yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I posted something today, man. I was like, all right, so Georgia, y'all opening up to the movie theaters? What are people going to go see? Some old ass movies? There's no new movies coming out. Like, oh, you know what? Let me go see fucking, I don't know, some old ass movie for $11. Let me pay $13 for some soda and popcorn and watch this old ass movie because I need to get out of the house. Are you fucking kidding me? You you could have watched, man, you could have watched that movie in your house. Yeah, you could have watched that movie in your house. Come on, man. That is just stupid. And with some dollar popcorn. Uh, but anyway, alright, so as the X-Men animated music starts to play us out, again, I am the producer of this podcast, and I'm signing off. Sandman, go ahead and sign off. Alright, people, as always, stay safe, keep each other safe, we'll see you next week. That's right. Brother Beaver, sign off, man. Alright, y'all, keep it real, don't let the government deprive you of your freedoms. I mean, to stay die. home, and don't go out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> For the reals. All right, everybody take it easy. We'll see you on the other side. Peace.